from in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Today's guest has a great message. Love over it. Love over fear, racism, hatred, and anger. I can get behind that. Unfortunately, my guest worships a deity that does not love over it. Isaiah 9, 19-21, By the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be scorched, and the people will be fuel for the fire. They will not spare one another. On the right, they will devour, but still be hungry. On the left, they will eat, but not be satisfied. Each will feed on the flesh of their own offspring. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. The loving Christian deity loses his shit when his creations disobey him. He gets so upset that he not only forces them to eat their own children, he sells them into slavery, Judges 3, sends wild animals to maul their children, Ezekiel 5, and even violently drowns every child on the planet, Genesis 7. That is not loving over it. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is the founder of Love Over It, Andrew Holmes. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and to be able to chat with you. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for coming on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, well, you introduced me as the founder of Love Over It. Uh, before that, I guess I would say I'm the uh, the father of Mason and Malia. Uh, hmm. Mason will be four next month. Malia, uh, she'll be seven in January, and I'm the husband uh, to uh, to Caitlin Holmes. Um, and I live in eastern part of Canada in in New Brunswick. And I am a faithful follower of Jesus. I love God. I've been a believer for I guess six or so years now. Um, most of my day is taken up by being the uh, director of strategy and business development at a marketing agency here in uh, here in my hometown. Um, so I'm that's what I do primarily. And then I fill my the rest of my time with uh, running Love Over It, which is the brand I'm wearing currently. Uh, taking care of my house, of course. Uh, running <laughs> my kids to dance or hockey, what have it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's basically me in a nutshell, man. Nice, nice. Running to hockey—that's always fun. I got to get my kids in hockey. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the early ice times that get me. So just to give Ooh. you a quick snapshot on yeah. that, I I also play. I played last night at ten thirty p.m. because you're an adult now, so you only get the adult ice times. Hmm. So I played until midnight, and my son Mason he had to be on the ice at seven. So I had about a five-hour <laughs> sleep gap, and I was from ice rink to ice rink. No way. Oh, man. Kids in sports. That's how it is, man. That's how it is. Your Saturdays and your weekends are gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. 
Awesome. So tell us a little bit about this love over. Why did you create it? What happened? What started everything? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so very interesting story, very divine story. And not, and it's actually not something that I, I really set out to create. Um, it's, it's something that kind of landed on me and I had, I just, I, I had to run with it and I've been running with it. So, uh, how it, how it started was if you remember, um, two years ago, um, all of the racial uproar, uh, in mm. the United States after the uh, brutal murder of George Floyd, mm. um, that was happening and, there were uh, peaceful protests across the United States and then across the world and then there were riots and there was just a lot of emotion hmm. attached to that. And myself understandably in Canada yeah. and also, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I definitely understandably. Yeah. Um, being up here in, in Canada, uh, you know, I see that I sympathize with that. I understand that and it hurts. And, and uh, I recognize some of the, the, the the pain associated as being a, a black man myself and just re remembering what some of that was not, not that extent, of course, but just understanding some of the challenges that hmm. come with that, of course. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I didn't, I didn't feel like I was directly in the action because I feel so removed up here in, you know, what we would call peaceful Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Oh, and what had happened was, um, there was this video that was circulating uh, online up here in New Brunswick of mm. a man that was on look was on looking to a peaceful protest mm -hmm. for Black Lives Matter, and he was he was uh, you know not saying some of the greatest things. He was mm. you know giving some very strong words, some very strong racially motivated um, words, and it uh, gets some attention around here and made to the news that kind of thing and i saw that i was at work one day and i saw that video and i was like geez i said that's uh that's an hour up the road from here that's that and that like again yeah like i understand that happens in other places the world happens so close you think geez that really that is it's, it doesn't it, it's yeah. not it's not uh, boxed in by geography if you mm -hmm. so i thought of that and it, it, it touched me and i just you know i just wanted to say something about it because i my initial thought my initial thought was you know if my children were old enough to to be part of these conversations to you know because they're kids they don't they don't hear that right now anyway yeah or they, at least they don't understand it yeah right? so right so i was thinking you know if they're when they get older because they will get older and this is likely to be something that they are faced with what am i going to what would i say to them yeah. um in the event that i'm not here or, mm. or what have you you know let's just let's just get that conversation rolling now so i went into um one of our, our an empty office at my work and i hit record on my phone i said i basically explained all of this yeah. i was just recording myself and nothing prepared whatsoever and i said look here's the situation here's why i want to make a video it's for mason and malia uh, and what i'm recognizing is this could happen to them mm. uh, and if not racism then at least bullying you know at yeah. least uh at least a, I think I'm here and I'm going to tell you you're here type of a conversation they might be exposed to. <laughs> so I said, let's, let's get some advice on the table. Let's just, what would I tell them? I'm challenged yeah. by this. Let's, 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 right. And uh, so I'm just, I'm just kind of like, I'm just explaining how I would direct them. And the, 
the advice I'd given was to love to put love over it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I said, no matter what you're up against, racism, bullying, hate, whatever, yeah. anything is going to you know cause division or someone yeah. or someone comes and t- tries to tell you what you're worth. You don't listen to them. That's just them trying to you know get you to sink to the level. You're not going to do that. You're going to put. put Love over it. Love right. will win in all these scenarios. Love is the truth. Love mm-hmm. will guide you. And I was talking like this, and um, the list, the video was maybe four minutes long. I can't remember. And I, I posted it, and it started. It started to get well received, and which was cool because you know um, I I didn't really expect it. I don't know what I expected of it, but people were were watching it. People of all ages on my Facebook and Instagram, and and uh, they're saying, "Wow, this really helped me to see the situation." Hmm. Help me not to be so so angry or, or or wish such you know terrible things on this person or yeah. I'm not letting this man's uh, actions toward me define me. I'm going to you know I'm going to love over it. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose a different way. Um, I'm gonna forgive this guy. I'm gonna you know he needs heal. He needs to be healed. He's obviously working from a place of hurt, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so a lot of comments were rolling in of that nature. Hmm. And I started the video started getting shared around, and it, it you know I wouldn't say it went viral or anything. I think I picked up like four thousand views, or oh, like that, which was nice job. <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's not four hundred. It's, it's not awesome. Yeah, four thousand, man. Right. It's awesome. Yeah, it was a big deal at the time, and still is. I guess. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it was. It was a great message that people needed. It's a good message. So it was yeah. being, getting some traction. So. Um, uh, this is I'll, I'll kind of group up like where we're at um, yeah. now in the, the next couple of days fairly quickly. But um, basically, what had happened after that was that message had hit. Um, I thought nothing of it other than that's a great message. I said I said I really enjoyed that. Like that came out. I said to my wife, I said I don't know where I come up with this love over it. I don't. Mm-hmm. That I said I just kind of said it. But I said that, that's kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool to like put on some t-shirts. <laughs> and that's as far as that conversation went because i was like i'm too busy yeah. i'm sure i could figure it out but i'm not yeah the next day um a friend of a friend uh ended up in my inbox and in my like secondary inbox and he's like tell me he loves my message and it was cool and and he's talking about these t-shirts and i said i don't know what you're talking about he's just mentioning t-shirt i'm like yeah <laughs> I, I, I feel I, I feel like you're giving me praise or you want to help or something but i'm not really sure Next thing I know, he sends me a picture, and he's taken the words that I use, love, and he put a, a bar, and then put all these words underneath. I said, yeah. hate, anger, fear, re- rejection, whatever. And I'm, of course, I'm like, I'm crying now because it's like I did a direct yeah. connection. I'm like, wow, that's really, <laughs> yeah. that's really hit. I said, I need to meet with you. So we go and meet. He's like, hey, I want to give you some of these shirts. I'm like, I'd love to. I said, but by the way, just so you know, mm. if I get two of these, I know a bunch of people are going to want some too. So let's just, let's just sell them. Let's see what mm. we can do. C- can you print some? He's like, yeah, let's, I'll, let's print some. And I have no idea what his operation is. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's in his basement at this point. Yeah. So anyway, we announced that we're going to print these shirts and it latches on um, because that, that weekend was the, Black Lives Matter rally in our city. So people wanted to wear what I was making. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure orders were rolling in before I even had a design. But anyway, um, order. so orders are coming in, 30 bucks a pop. Or I'm, or I'm collecting these orders. I'm putting them in Excel sheet. I'm sending them over to him. He's like, holy, this is crazy. I'm picking up traction. Before I know it, the news, the CTV is the, the news station in this area. They come by. They want to interview us. More orders come in. I'm looking at him going, can you handle these? He's like, I think so. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> The, the next divine thing was that 
Um, I didn't know how I was going to get all the orders out, especially I started getting orders in Ontario and Alberta further out of Canada. And I was like, yeah. I'm just going to take your order and then I'm going to figure out later how to get it to you because yeah. I'm moving too quickly here. I was scrolling through on my LinkedIn uh, like the third night of this and I was like, I saw a video of a large print producer in the air and I was like, man that'd be i can't i wish i was big enough to be able to afford to print like all of these huge presses and just that'd be so cool the next day a friend that i'd known in high school he, he caught wind of my story he calls me hmm. a quick story on that he in a half hour conversation he says look i'm working at at that printer like he, we didn't connect like he didn't know i was i was looking at it hmm. i'm working at this place the place is called plastic craft here in Atlanta, canada i'm working here I see your story. We have something. We, we want to help you. I want to take all of your orders for you. I want to package them. Oh, wow. I want to send them. So that way you can focus on, you know, continuing to tell your message and we'll do everything else. Hmm. Here I am again. I'm bawling again. <laughs> I, I, I talked to the other the guy who's helping me so far. I said, hope I, I don't, I'm not taking your, your I'm not taking your orders. I, I need to, or let's just move it over there together. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Whatever gets hmm. the message out there the quickest. Yeah. So we end up, he prints off some, hmm. they print off the rest. Long story short, we, we sold uh, in 11 days, we sold $9,000 worth of shirts um uh, every wow. dollar of that we gave back to either my my church or um mm. prude which is like a, a racial uh you know a black history type uh mm. you know uh organization that spreads that message in our area i gave all the profits back to them because i said i don't i didn't plan any of this like i didn't need the money at the time um i just wanted <laughs> uh, let's just keep this thing rolling um so then after that event then we looked at it maybe we said okay was that a one-time thing Hmm. or do we continue on with this hmm. and we prayed we talked we hmm. bounced it off orders kept rolling in still okay there might be some value in this oh i also made the uh, this isn't the shirt i made the shirt is it's on my website it's a love, a love over and hate anger like a list of things this is a another fear version. anger racism I made the logo. everything that's, what that's the one exactly <laughs> thank you yes i sometimes forget but so so that's the shirt. So I made that shirt and this logo in one night, which I've done logos and designs before. I'm not a designer though, but uh, it usually takes me a long time. I end up na like nailing them both in like four hours. So like another divine thing I would consider. Hmm. Um, so I looked at that and I said, people are still ordering that after the event. I said, there's a little bit of traction here. Let's, should we continue? Anyhow, that was two years uh, ago we've since uh, grown we, we ship across north america we have mm. different um products on our site now we have a fully functioning e-commerce site uh, we've partnered with quite a few local uh, organizations um like like we uh, a mission is obviously attached to this we want to have some social good so we, we will we will donate shirts to um areas of need where children are involved or we've we part we recently partnered with the canadian hockey league Good um, grief. We, we gave uh, 200 <laughs> shirts to junior hockey players and the other 200 shirts to hockey players in this area like it, it's just been going and we've got so many more plans and and it's, it's awesome. just been a blessing uh to our life so that in a snapshot is love over it love over it man it's a great message no i mean really it is i mean fear anger racism hatred love over it great idea wonderful idea um you're you're calling thank you for that by the way um you're Sorry, calling man. it a divine story um or, or or i'm i'm from what i'm getting out of it is that there was a divine intervention you feel in this whole story 
Am I right? Am I correct? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So what I you're see, absolutely, you're absolutely correct. Yes. What I see and I've heard is a lot of people helping out. Um, <clears throat> where does the divine part fit in for you? The divine part that fits in is that when I look back on how this came together, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've been in, I've been in, in, in business, you know, I've built business plans in the past and I know people who have very successful businesses. And I understand what it takes to put a business together and, and action together. I, I, you know, I get that. Right. Mm. I could not, when I look back on those 11 days, I could not replicate that if I tried. And like the speed at which things came together, hmm. it, it, it just, it can't be, it can't be defined in my mind other than some, other than another entity coming in and having a hand on that. Hmm. And there, there's just, it's just one of those things that, where, you know, if you've ever listened to anybody who has a, a divine intervention they just say that the right time right opportunity it doesn't make any other sense and it just hits you in your soul where you're like i did nothing it just happened hmm. and that's that's the best way i can explain it gotcha so what about all the people that do that are successful without god without having divine intervention that do it on their own they come up with their own ideas let's just say stephen king for instance a uh, successful writer comes up with stories all the time. He says he gets them from his brain. It's like, kind of like a storm cloud or something, I think he said. And, and the words and the stories come out of that. Um, he doesn't refer to that as God. Um, so with those kinds of differences, how can you tell it's from God as opposed to just yourself and the love and kindness of human beings? Ooh, that's a good question. <clears throat> I would say that it's one, the, the fun thing about this is that it, it's one of those things that it's difficult to mm. explain, right? It's difficult to, yeah. unless you go through it, it's hard to explain it. And the best way that I've, the best way I've wrapped my head around that is that my wife has explained to me what, you know, childbirth is like. Excruciating, <laughs> hurts, right? Unbelievable. It, it, yeah. There's no pain like it, right? But there's also nothing, there's nothing as beautiful as it. And my mind, my brain can't comprehend that. Like something that hurts that bad is also the, the best time in your life. Like, come on. I'll never, ever understand that unless I did, like, I, if I was a woman and I could, you know, have uh, a child, then if I, if I never had a child before, she tells me that, then I wouldn't understand it unless until I actually do go through childbirth, then I go, right. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. Right. Right. So it's hard to explain unless you've gone through it, but when you go through it, you know, so for me, knowing there's, there's a God, it's, it's less about, you know, someone speaking to me like this and saying, Hey, A, B, C, D, these, these are the five reasons or six reasons that there's a God. Yeah, that helps. But it's not until you have that experience, because mm. that's what he is, to say, oh, man, there's no way that would have happened without that experience being him. Interesting. So with Stephen King, he does it on his own, but you had Yahweh do it, and it's because of the experience that you know it's Yahweh. Exactly. 
<laughs> okay. So let's dive into your experiences with Yahweh. Uh, you said you've been a Christian for about six years. I've been a Christian. Yeah. It's, my daughter would be seven. So just after she was born. Exactly. Gotcha. So what brought you into Christianity? What was it that convinced you that um, this was the right religion? Super good question. Um, I wasn't exactly looking for, I guess, any, I didn't, I never had an upbringing with, with any religion or any participation of any church or anything along those lines. And, but I had, now that I look back, I had definitely um, been heavily influenced by people who were Christians. Um, one very important, significant person was my wife's grandmother, or grandfather, sorry. Mm-hmm. Her grandmother too. Let's not forget her, but her, her <laughs> grandfather for sure. And he, he had passed. Um, he had passed just after my wife gave birth to my daughter Malia. And his life, he, he was a very devout Christian. He never talked about Christianity with us, but he would live it out just the way he would help people and his kindness of his heart and just some very incredible things that he would do. And it was very, very much a question mark. Um, while he was alive, it was uh-huh. before I was Christian, very much question mark he was. Anyhow, he had passed, and my wife started to go to this church, and she was really interested. In it, and she's like, "You come home," and she's like, "Yeah, they would really reshape things for me, like you know, you know, Jesus' birth and what that meant." Like she would just you know, really explain how things would go hmm. um, at this church. I said, "Okay, I'm kind of interested in that. I, I'd like to to hmm. see more of that in my life." Um, so I started to go, and it's one of those things where. Um, once you, you start, I started to, I started to go because like the, the, the pastor, like the speaking was like motivational. I was like, okay, it's kind of motivational, but then I would start like applying some of the things like, you know, mm, don't, don't do this or do that. Um, you know, for like, for example, forgive people. That was a big one. Hmm. Um, you know, other things like, you know, don't, don't, uh, embark on, you know, getting drunk, that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, I started applying these things in my life and things that I thought would never work. Like uh, the forgiveness was probably one of the bigger ones. I had been uh, pretty offended by someone in our family, a close family member. And I always thought I'm never going to shake this person's hand. I'm never going to allow them in my home. And Hmm. I went to a message one day or a church one day. And the message was, you you know, you should forgive that person and you should uh, make amends. And, my wife and I came out of that service and we, well, I'm like, are you thinking the same person I'm thinking of? And she's like, yeah, I am. And I said, okay. <laughs> well, we should extend a, extend a branch here. See, what we come up with anyway, we did. Um, and that relationship completely turned around that relationship, um, <laughs> that we never thought we would have, um, came into our lives and made a massive impact on our lives. And it's one of those things where I was able to look back and go, I would have never done that had I not heard that instruction from the church so so Mm. once you start getting a taste of okay do this and you see some fruit do that you see some fruit do this and you start doing these things and you know it was a couple years for me some people it's quicker some people it's you know longer um but for me i was like okay i've been doing enough things now that 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 have been told to me to do and i'm seeing the experience like the other side of it it's 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 hard to to deny. So that's like the logical side, and then the other side is you start having ex- ex- encounters, experiences. So you're encountering God. 
You're experiencing God. Exactly. How do you know what's God? Or your God specifically, because I mean, there's there's lots of gods out there. Lots of gods. Yeah. I mean, I could just reference Kali Ma here. I've got a list of things that people have interacted with her. They've summoned her. They've meditated. They've helped. She's helped out with their life. They've given her. She's given them uh, uh, power throughout things. You know, love, forgiveness, all that stuff. So, it, how do you know it's your God specifically, and not Kali Ma? That's a great question. Um, I would say so. I would say that. I've continued to study or, you know, as they would say, draw closer to what my God is described as. Hmm. And through additional experiences, like additional things like, I don't know, um, I'll read something and then, you know, I'll have a, something similar would happen in my day that I will kind of confirm that and that could be happenstance, but happens, you know, it happens regularly. So and it, it points back to the Bible that I read. So I'm like, okay, those, those sorts of things. So it's one of those things is kind of hard to explain. Do I, I do I, have I studied all of the gods in the world or no, I, I have, yeah. but to, to this date, everything I've studied of the God that I know yeah, and would lead me to believe that that's who, that's who I'm, worshiping interesting well it sounds just like Kali Ma so I mean you might want to make sure next time you're talking to him make sure it's not Kali Ma <laughs> have you heard of physical Kali, voice I mean Kali Ma Kali Ma it's, it's a Hindu oh, god yeah Hinduism actually came before Never Christianity heard. so that god actually was first before Yahweh um technically but that's interesting. beside interesting. that's beside them so the logic part of it for you <laughs> is the uh forgiveness and yeah. um yes so, well, I'm just going to kind of apply your own love over it to your God. Yep. Do you think he, that all that applies to him as well? Like he love over, he loves over fear, anger, racism, and hatred. Yes. Are we reading the same Bible? <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. So how, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel that he does love over anger, fear, and hatred? Why do I feel that way? Um, yeah. I mean, we can point you know, to verses in here that says he hates people and he doesn't love over that. He hates them. He destroys people out of jealousy, hatred, and, and anger and wrathfulness and all that stuff. That's not really loving over it. I don't really see that as loving over it. So is there a spot in there specifically that you think he's loving over it or, or makes you believe this? Um, so, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say that I – I wouldn't say that I feel – Hmm. I would say that anything that I've read uh, would point to that he does. And, like, I don't, like, for example, like parts where he hates people. I don't even know something that I've come across. Ah, well, you should probably read the whole Bible from front to beginning. There's right. a lot in there. Um, <laughs> uh, man, there's a few people he hates uh, uh, Esau, Ephraim, Saul. Uh, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. So, so. What he hates is this is my understanding, right? This is where oh. where, where I kind of he uh -huh. he what he does is he's hate he's hating on the way that these people I'm just obviously generalizing would yeah. maybe treat uh, other people, for example. So hmm. so let's say um, when you say Saul, like when I'm, I'm thinking of when Paul was Saul, for example, 
and he was like uh murdering christians like the act of murder and and different soul people different soul i'm not a big fan of that it was the king soul and he didn't right. hate that soul he loved that soul he he, he made him his person um but <laughs> I was, yeah i was just saying like it, yeah i was i meant like it so mean people what he, he hates mean people that. right okay well but it's not no he doesn't hate the person he hates the action the action so he doesn't hurt the person but i got right. a couple places here uh we can just go to malachi one two through three yahweh says that yet i have loved jacob but esau i have hated and i have turned his mountains into a wasteland and left his inheritance to the desert jackals romans 9 13 re- reinstates this he says that jacob i loved but esau i hated um mm-hmm. There was never really a good reason here. I don't really saw what Esau did wrong. Um, but we can go to the people of Ephraim uh, in, in Hosea 9. He really did not Ephraim, Ephraim. I'm, I'm always pronouncing these things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but he hated them so much because they worshipped other gods that he decided to slaughter their children. Yeah, I will slay your cherished offspring. Uh, because of their sinful deeds, I will drive them out of my house. I will no longer love them. All of their leaders are rebellious. So what's he do? He starves and slaughters their children. Um, I don't think that's really loving over it. I think that's acting out irrationally out of hatred and jealousy and anger. Um, there's a couple more places. I mean, there's a bunch of places in here where he does that. The flood, for instance, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't love mm-hmm. over that. He said, no, I'm going to drown every child on the planet. Here we go along with their puppies. I don't, that's not loving over it. Um, Jesus, we can go to Jesus, the forgiveness part, uh, the logic part of your, your reasoning here. Um, the forgiveness part, from what I see, is Yahweh's unable to forgive without bloodshed, Hebrews 9.22. Uh, he, he can't. He just won't. Well, he does, actually, but he refuses to in a mass, uh, for the masses. So I don't think that's loving over it either. Instead of just forgiving people, he requires bloodshed. Do you think that's loving over it? <laughs> you know, the, the, here's, here, okay, so all the, everything you just pointed out, there might be something in there. I, I honestly don't know. I honestly, I, as a person that I am, I'd, I'd love to like take the, take all, all the pieces you just said and like dive into all those. I'm not even familiar with, with half of them. Like I haven't, I'm not a great theologian. I've only been a Christian for me neither. Years. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm on a journey to learn. Definitely right? not a theologian. Right? So, these, so, so <laughs> some really great points are math, math, great points you're pulling out, great massive points you're pulling out. Do I not have those answers? I don't have those answers. Hmm. All I know is that to the point in my life, there's a God that showed up in my life. Um, that I have then spent my life learning more about and growing hmm. closer, and it's only made things. It's only given me more life. Okay, um, okay. I'll give you. I'll give you another a, a really a really key point. So over uh, last year, uh-huh. um, I lost. Um, I lost. Uh, I, Two, two of my siblings have passed away last year. Mm. Sorry, man. Uh, thanks, man. And uh, so in um, in May last year, uh, my, my my older sister passed away in a car accident. And uh, I'll s- save all the notes on it, but just real basically, uh, my sister passed away in a car accident, and sixty six days later. Um, my, my 
other in a different province, different area of Canada, also passed away in mm. very low points in my life, very low points in my family's life. And uh, I did not know what to do. Uh, you know, I hadn't really lost anybody before. I, my parents are still living. You know, I lost like, you know, some grandparents and things like that, but nothing like that close. And yeah. um, so in such an instance when I don't know what to do, I just said, okay, I'm just going to do what I've learned so far in these last six years, come to the same church for, you know, go, I'm just going to do what they say to do, which was come here be surrounded by believers. Um, hmm. Let them, let them comfort you. Um, lean more on him to so try to get a better understanding of where your brother and sister might be find people like there's all these things that i was told to do so i just didn't lean on my own understanding i just kept doing what that i was being told to do there mm-hmm. and um there's this great um it's probably even i don't know if it's actually in the bible or if it's just in the song but it says um he so god turns mourning to dancing and i don't know if it's in the song or if it's actually in the bible but I read that at my sister's um, funeral and it came and then my brother died 66 days later, or I guess 60 days later mm. anyway. And um, that happened, like how are you know, people celebrating or finding any joy was near, in, in my my mind and most people's minds is impossible hmm. or was impossible or so un- un- incomprehensible when my brother passed away like it, it wouldn't make sense people people were people were breaking down they didn't even know them just them hearing the story it was that it was that heavy and it was just shaking people um hmm. but there I, we found ourselves um the night after my brother's funeral my family, my close family, like everyone had kind of left and we were celebrating. We were, we were laughing and dancing and singing and, and enjoying ourselves. And you, maybe that's, maybe that's just a, a grief tactic. I mean, that's mm. just our body. Celebration of life. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I feel that's a but, um, good way to do it. It is. And, um, but the thing is, is that gr- many things in life, grief, anger, um, substances, <clears throat> whatever you can list all the things off. Mm. They um, are designed to take life from you and and and, and, and hold you back. And then that grief, especially like that, was heavy, heavy stuff. Very sudden, very unfair. Whatever. Yeah. It, it 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 could it has the power to put me in a friggin' mental institution. You know what I mean? Like it has the power to break, yeah, block my mind down and, and stick me to a corner for sure. Very much so. And, and it had the power to change a lot. It could have, it could have broken my relationship mm-hmm. with my wife. Cause I could have, you know, relied on drinking like I did, you know, seven years ago when I would party and, and, and do all the, you know, that's that, that stuff. I could have, there's all kinds of things I could have done, but instead I kept doing what he said mm. and not let that situation those situations define my life and instead listen more to him to find more life and continue to flourish and produce and 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 not be a victim anyway um when i when you when i go through something like, like that again back to the experience thing i can't i can't logically i can't logically explain that 
Mm. You, it has to be gone through. I can't, I can't go back and forth on scripture with you about what, what is and what isn't, if that's good or not. I will definitely, like, I'm called to definitely like, like understand it more. So I'm going to take note of the scripture you just, you just noted, and I'm going to look into it hundred yeah. percent. Cause I want to understand that better. But all I can tell you is that to this point, there is no question that there's a God in my life. And maybe it's not Yahweh. Maybe it's something I don't know. But but what I have been following, he's not let me down, which to some people would be like, you lost a brother and a sister. He might have let you down. He didn't. Hmm. He absolutely didn't. He and, let them down. You know, so it's it's a it's an experience thing. It's an experience thing. Well, and I, I can go to <clears throat> Raja here who says, fix your eyes on Kali and she'll reduce your suffering. I visualized the goddess myself. I visualized the goddess. My suffering is already fading away. When I prayed upon her eyes, my eyes were wet. So overwhelming. I heard many stories about her. She's beyond my explanation. I love her. So this, this person has been helped through Kali Ma with their suffering. Uh, there's, there's a ton yeah. of them here. I, I mean, I, this is just a little bit. And this God comes before your God. The strength and the power of your spirit, find the resource to overcome life difficulties, achieve spiritual enlightenment, transform your consciousness, gain strength and courage, solve any problems fast and easy, achieve any goals. These are the things that this God does. This God that came before your God. Mm. And it, it's mm. it's oh, just a God. It's a <laughs> it's it's how do you know it's your invisible person? Like that's just so weird to me. It's 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 these the same with these people. How do they know it's their invisible person? You know, it, it's it's there's nothing confirming any of this. What I see in the Bible is a jealous, rage-filled egomaniac, and I highly recommend you read it. And if we want to do some Bible study one time, 100%, man, I'm totally down for that. I love the Bible study part of it. It's my favorite part. Genesis to be to do it, I'm down. Um, but I highly suggest you do it. There's a lot of problems in there from the very beginning. There's an issue. I mean, Adam and Eve, there's so many issues in that story. Why are the trees there? Why did he put it in the middle of the garden? Why did he allow the serpent in? There's so many different problems. Why is one and two completely different storyline-wise? Um, mm -hmm. Issues, issue after issue after issue. And, and, and then when you go to these other gods that are claiming to do the same thing, and you still haven't seen your god, and you're not really familiar with that book, it just it kind of seems like the, it, it's not really solid ground that your your uh your beliefs are built on here oh but it is <laughs> it's not it's not it's not so it's not solid ground to a point where i can uh, like <clears throat> say you know i don't have i can't say it to you in a way that makes logical sense necessarily but what uh -huh. i can tell you in so far as solid ground goes is that all of what i learned about this god mm -hmm. I mean, but this God that I have applied to my life has never, has never let me down, has always restored me. So that, that, form, that formula is working. And maybe this other one you're talking about, maybe she uh, does a similar thing. I just haven't encountered her. Maybe that would work too. I don't, I don't know. I haven't encountered her yet. I don't know. Maybe you have right? and you're attributing it to solid, Yahweh. The solid ground that I, I'm standing on. Potentially, right? They sound very, they sound similar in some ways or similar to what I think mine is, mm. right? Mm. So, so do I, like, do I expect, I don't, I do not expect myself to be able to have the words to convince anybody of that this, he is like the God and he mm. is our God. He is in your life. I don't have that, those words. I don't, I don't have them. It has to be a personal experience somebody has and then 
it just carries on from there. So I've had the experience. I've had the experience. And it's it's a formula that works, and I'm going to keep going back to it, and it's going to continue to bring me life. And if this other uh, – I keep forgetting the name of the other guy, but if that guy is – you know, if that – yeah, it's fine. That would work. It's fine. Okay, I don't know. Pray to call him on instead of Jesus. Let's see what happens. I'll do Joe Pesci. You Maybe do call him on, and we'll see what happens. Who has the better life? yeah yeah that might hey that might fly that may fly so do you pray to this god yahweh do you pray to him i do pray i do i do yeah regularly now what what is the point of that now do you think that your god is all-knowing yeah and he wants to take care of you yes so he knows your your needs and he wants to take care of you why do you have to pray Mm -hmm. to him I pray I pray to get a better connection with him, right? So I mean that could that sounds I mean a lot of my praying is a lot more is probably very is very speaking and they, a lot of people will say meditate on his words. So it's it is meditating, sitting with my with my thoughts and um, and allowing that to to happen. So I think, what, uh-huh. but I think what you're asking is like, if he's all knowing, he's for me, and he 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 kind of knows the plans of my life. What's the point of even asking him to do it? He should just do it, right? He should know what you need ahead of time and be like, exactly. send you a, a, a tele- telepathy, telling you, right. Andrew, this is God. Right. I'm sending you this. No, 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 no. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. But instead, we've got Never nothing. Time. We have nothing. Well, we have we, we've got no thing. voice, well, no telepathy. Well, Oh, well, but this, yeah, right. So, like, <laughs> yes, he has – this is the way that my mind has come around to this. And the reason why I continue to pray every every day is because I believe that, yes, there is a, a plan that he has for me. Mm-hmm. However, it's up to me to decide um, whether I want to con- connect myself, attach myself to said plan, mm-hmm. okay? So when I when I, I pray, it's more so it's it's it is yes it is asking for things to happen and it's asking for um, his experience in my life mm-hmm. and, and those types of things, um, and all to draw closer to that that plan so that I can live that life because I believe it's the best life for me. So how does it draw you closer to the plan? So. For example, let's say let's say I'm dealing with a difficult situation. Um, I all pick one, right? It's all cons. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure what direction to take. I'm like, how, how do I get out of this, this situation? And, and, no, I might. Um, I might. Have a little bit like my clear my mind a bit so that next thing i'm next time i'm reading something it it, it kind of connects with me and it gets me in alignment with like what that plan might be so yeah it's it's it'd be more like that it's it's praying to to open my open myself up so you're breaking up pretty bad there connect that i'm looking for Sorry, you broke up a lot there. You're praying to Sorry. to connect to the plan to help guide you through the plan. 
Yeah. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, or maybe maybe it's not even that or. I'm like <laughs> Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Maybe it's not even that I'm like super like I'm like looking for the plan every time I pray that I'm just like, oh, I gotta stay in the plan, I gotta stay in the plan. No, it could be simple as praying to to find peace in the situation and praying. It, it, okay, hold on. Yeah, Let's go with that. Finding peace in the situation. Finding peace in the sure. situation. As a father, as a father, mm. you are a father as well. Yeah. We can sense when our kids yes. are not at peace. If we want to give them yeah. peace for a situation, we don't wait for them to ask us. We know ahead of time, and we give that peace as a loving father who knows. So why would you still have to pray for that peace if he already knows you need peace at that point? It doesn't make a whole lot. Of, why didn't he go uh, again, send you something telepathic going, Andrew, this is God. I'm sending you peace. I know you need it. Right. Don't need but to ask me for it. For, in order for me to, yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. No. It, so in order for me to know that my kids need my peace from me, I need to be in the same room as them. I need to be, or at least connected to them somehow. Right? Yeah, but you're if, not God. If for some reason, what do you mean? You're, you're just a human being. God can do anything. God can be a million light years away and still be right. connected. He doesn't right. have to be but, in the room, right? But, but he, but the everything that he is about is dependent on relationship, right? I can wow. completely. Like, I lived a life where I completely removed myself from whatever he wanted for me. So once I decided, hey, I want to go back. To, I want to get in the room with him and have connection and relationship with him. Now I can hear what he wants from no. me and get the peace I want. I'm Andrew, connecting with him. Paul and Saul. What about Paul and Saul? Saul was a terrible human being to Christians. He tortured them. He hated them. But Jesus still showed up to him. Still showed up. Oh, I believe he could do that, too. I 100% believe he can do that, too. Absolutely. Okay, so he doesn't have to be in a relationship with them already. They can actually hate him, and he can still show up. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. <laughs> but that doesn't really... That doesn't really add up to what you're telling me so there are situ so okay so there are situations like you just mentioned where he can sh he can show up and he can like ah, man like uh i've never had one but people have spiritual awakenings or things like that i don't know right like people he, he can just show up and then it's undeniable and just like that like a flash yeah. and they their lives change and now he's oops, he's entered their life um so I've had experiences, not like that, but I've had other experiences where I'm like, okay, I felt his presence. I, I believe in him. Now I go to return to him regularly to get in relationship with him and in connection with him to get more of him. Just like I need my son in my room, in our room, close to me that I can protect him. So you got more. Just like Sorry. I am, I'm going through a stressful situation. I'm just going to run outside and not tell anybody. Well, I can't help him. But God can though. You know what I'm saying? God can help him no matter where he goes. God, Right, but we're not, we're also so we're also we're also full of free will. We can do whatever we want, right? He's not going to well, going to have, have us all be pop uh, robots, right? <laughs> so why do you, if, he, so, if he just controlled every every defeat? Go ahead, sorry. No, do you think we all get free will? We all get free will. Yes. You, why do you think that? Why do you think we all have free will? That's a good question. I'm going to tell you right now, there's not um, one Bible verse that says that we all get free will. Not one. I don't know where this I concept comes I've from. Read, I've not read them all, so I have to believe you until I 
challenge that. Yeah. Um, do I believe we all have free will? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I yeah I do. Why do right, I believe but, that? But why? Yeah. Why do you think that? The Bible tells why us something different. The Bible clearly says mm-hmm. in several places that it's clear that we do not all get free will. Uh, there's an evil spirit, uh, spirit from Yahweh that goes over to Saul. We've got uh, Pharaoh, his his uh, heart is hardened. Um, every knee shall bow at the end. That's not really free will. I can neither bow or not. No, every knee shall bow. It's not free will at all there. Uh, Yahweh sends another lying spirit to uh, the king of Israel, so he'll go die. It's a really interesting conversation there. It's uh, 1 Kings 22. Um, he has a conversation with the beings that are in heaven and the lying spirit says i'll help you out yahweh i'll lie to him and yahweh sends it out it's really weird um there's a whole bunch of fun stuff in there man i I highly suggest we read our bibles together on the show that'd be great um (laughs) but there's a lot of places in here where yahweh will allow you to be tempted um, he raised up Pharaoh for this exact purpose, which means Pharaoh didn't even have free will. Yahweh will force you to love him, Deuteronomy 30. Yahweh does whatever pleases him, Psalm 135. Um, you know, I mean, these this very clearly, we do not all get free will. So it's very confusing to me and why Christians keep saying we all get free will, but there's nowhere in the Bible that says we all get free will. Yeah, good for, some, some good verses you have there for sure. Yeah, I mean, so we are all robots. And what do you think is going to happen when we get to heaven? You think we're going to have free will in heaven? Can we sin in heaven? Heaven, so to what I know or to what I've gotten so far, no, there's no sin in heaven. Satan sinned in heaven. Right. Satan was able to sin in heaven. So were the angels that he cast out. So there's sin in heaven. Not much of a perfect place. Not much free will there either. You're going to be a (laughs) Yahweh servant. That's what the Bible tells us. So there's a lot of problems that I have here. There's a lot of issues in the Bible. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially with the free will part, I don't see that anywhere. So we don't get free will. We're not free to do whatever we want. Yahweh determines our steps, Proverbs sixteen nine. So I mean, that's clearly we don't get free will. Um, <laughs> a quick question though: Is there anything out of your your limited reading of the Bible? Is there anything in there that you have an issue with? Nothing comes to mind. Definitely need to read your Bible more, man. <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, so, and, and the 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 love over it is kind of the basis of this whole thing here. And what I see is is I don't yeah. see Yahweh, the God that you worship, loving over it. I don't. I see him vengefully not loving over it and attacking people and, and, and certain things. And you had stated something about um, wishing terrible things on someone despite their actions. Um, we wouldn't wish something terrible on somebody despite their actions. Would you? Would you see, see that as loving over it, wishing something terrible on somebody just because of their actions? No. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think see that as loving either. But again, we go to the Bible right. and, and Yahweh is punishing people for their actions. And a lot of their actions are just worshiping other gods. So I, I don't think that that's very loving over it either. Um, there's a specific verse in Deuteronomy, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, Deuteronomy 28, 30. 28 in general is is, is a pretty gnarly verse. Uh, what happens if you listen to Yahweh and what happens if you don't listen to Yahweh? And one of the things he's going to do to you and your wife is Deuteronomy 30, you will be pledged to be married to a woman, but another will take her and rape her. 
These are the things that Yahweh wants to happen if you don't listen to him. I don't see that as loving over it at all. And that's just one of the horrible things he says in that verse. So I don't see the love in this story. I don't see him loving over it. Can you point to a place in the Bible where Yahweh is actually loving over it? Man, it's a good question. I did not... I did not come prepared with Bible verses today. No, you're good. Have you read anything though? I did that would that would bring this up. No, nothing. Nothing. Hey, man, nothing that comes to mind. I'll be here's here's the honest to God truth. Okay. <clears throat> everything everything you're sharing is like I take I I take um, my faith seriously. And what you're pointing out, yeah, that, that raises up some concerns for sure. Like I never that that ver- the couple of verses you just read there never really registered to me, or I haven't read them yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I take my faith seriously because I'm putting a lot on. I'm putting a lot on it, and so the responsible thing for me to do is I'm gonna I'll check them out and I'll challenge them. I've challenged different areas of the Bible before, and mm-hmm. and it's important. So um, that's a long way of saying. I don't have an answer for you. I don't have any of those. I don't have verses memorized to be able to, to explain back to you. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, I love the, I don't know answers. Honestly, you, that you is my you favorite yeah, you answer didn't, you didn't, on the show. You didn't pick a very great, well, yeah. I mean, you just didn't pick a very theological, theologically no. grounded, um, uh, guess you, 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 what you man. found, what you actually attach yourself to is somebody who who's had experiences that are just undeniable. And I can speak to those till the cows come home, but it's, it's, it's the, like the learning of like all the verses yeah. that's I'm in that season. Like I'm just yeah. scratching that surface. So, but, I mean, maybe, I don't know, give me another five years. I'll You're good. You're good. I'll have a better understanding. Right. From what I get out of it, the way to understand the God that you worship is to read his book. And in that book, I find a lot of things that are just horrible and horrific and, and, um, yeah <laughs> abusive to humanity for sure uh i just kind of close it out here real quick my last part anyway psalm 136 10 to him who struck down the firstborn of egypt his love endures forever disgusting that is such a disgusting verse the one who struck down the firstborn of egypt his love endures forever that doesn't really compute with me that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me um but that's just another verse I wanted to throw out there where he's definitely not loving over it. Slaughtering children is not yeah. loving over it. <laughs> but I thank you for your time today. Thank you I so can. much. Plug your stuff. Last words. Go ahead. Last words. Um, you know, you've given me a lot a lot to chew on. Not that it's shaken my faith at this point at all. Anything you should I didn't expect it to. No, of course. But always no, but you know, there's been certain areas uh, of the Bible that I've I've read, and like I, I just mentioned, I've read before. I wasn't sure about. I gone through, and I spent some time. I understood it better. I got better context, and then I just want. I need to get more context in some of the things mm-hmm. you pointed out. Uh, I didn't come prepared today to to be able to answer all those. I did come prepared today to talk about my experiences mm-hmm. and what love over it meant, and what and how it's changed uh, changed people, um, how it's changed me. So. You know, you've done a great job of challenging me. I am 1000% up for the challenge. I can't wait to rewatch this and, you know, go through and spend some time on those things and yeah. and understand it better. And um, ultimately, this was fun. This was uh, 
this gave me something uh this gave me some homework to do hmm. which what i can't this 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 journey that i'm that i i call a relationship with god to me it's very very new and the more i challenge him the more i get to know him, the better it gets so hmm. th- this is ultimately going to be a very big help to me going forward well i appreciate oh, it man i appreciate so, yeah, it thanks for your time your stuff's at love over it dot com is it yeah it is i love yeah, it is. i don't know yeah yeah check out the stuff a it's a great message of... <laughs> yeah really awesome Thanks, man. man i really appreciate it though but definitely dive into that bible and i'm here for you if you want to go over any of it with me if you want to come back on the show we can discuss different chapters verses whatever you want man i'm totally for it bible study is my favorite part honestly so take care thanks for your time talk to you later That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? One more time. Doing it the right way. From in.